Our scripture reading this morning comes from the New Testament, Matthew, chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. Now the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had born a son, and he named him Jesus. That is the story of Christmas for all of us, Jesus is born. The angels came and gave this narrative to, to Mary and to Joseph. We normally say there is no place like, there is no place like home. And there is a Christmas carol we sing, I'll be home for Christmas. We are home. G.K. Chesterton was a brilliant British poet. He was a very good theologian. However, he was also extremely absent-minded. And over the years, story tells us that he became rather notorious for getting lost. He would just absolutely forget where he was supposed to be and, and what he was supposed to be doing. On one occasion, he sent a telegram message to his wife with these words. Honey, seems that I'm lost again. Presently, I'm at the market. Where should I be? As only a spouse could say it, she sent a message back saying, you should be home. And my friends, that is precisely what this passage of scripture for us. The Gospel of Matthew, the first chapter, 
does for us. It brings us home. Home to the real meaning of Christmas. Home to the most magnificent truth in all of the scriptures. It brings us home to the Lord's greatest promise, namely this, God is with us. My friends, God is with us. That's what Christmas is all about. God is with us. The real people of faith have always claimed that promise. That God is with us. Remember Moses. Caught between Pharaoh and the Red Sea. In a seemingly hopeless situation. He believed that God was with him. And he went forward and trusted God to open the way. And God did. If you read through the scripture, that's what propelled the people of God. The fact that they believed that God was with them. Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They went into the fiery furnace, into a seemingly hopeless situation, and they trusted God to be with them. And God was. Remember Dan, David, the shepherd boy, how he stood before Goliath. What chance could a small boy with a slingshot have against this giant of a warrior? But David believed that God was with him, and it made all the difference. And I'm pretty sure every one of us have a testimony we can give about God being with us, about God as part of our journey. I'm pretty sure we all have something to say at a moment when we came in contact with God in our life journey. It is not only Moses or David or the three Hebrew children in the fiery furnace who can say that God was with them. And therefore, the passage from the Gospel of Matthew reminds us that God is not far away from us. Listen again to what the, 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 the writer of the Gospel says. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. 
If you read through the gospel passage from Matthew, you have three fulfillments from the gospel this morning. And this is just one of them. The impact of that promise is incredible. When we believe that as Christians, when we accept that as people of God, and when we claim that promise, it will absolutely change our lives. God is with us. I mean, have you ever been in a hospital room, being prepped for surgery, and you have somebody there to pray for you, to let you know that God is with you? Do you know what difference that makes in the lives of some people? Just the idea that God is with us. My friends, during this season, too many of us feel discouraged. And there is no doubt about that. Too many of us feel discouraged or disappointed or dismayed. Too many are feeling afraid just thinking about various situations in our communities and in the world. Simply put, my friends, we are frightened. Too many of us during this season. Is it not correct that sometimes in our lives, most of us are frightened, we are afraid? Remember how many times Jesus sensed and talked about this? Because the word fear, anxious, troubled, fretful, afraid, we are often in his message. Jesus knew that humanity, because we are human, we experience one or two of those. Frightening every day, afraid, afraid of something. We all know that the, these kids like the, the, the television, so are you afraid of the the dark? I am afraid. I'm afraid of a lot of things. And the dark is one of it. I'm afraid of heights. The older I become, I'm afraid of heights. There is something we are all afraid of. Fear not. Fret not. Don't be anxious. Let not your hearts be troubled. Don't be afraid. Jesus spoke words like this very often because he saw lots of anxieties in the lives of those he loved. What are we afraid of today? I'm pretty sure every one of us have a reason to be afraid. We may not say it, but God sees it and understands who we are. Some years ago, Brazil King wrote a book called The Conquest of Fear. He prefaced the book with these words. When I say that most of my life 
I have been the target of fear. I take it that I'm expressing the case of most people. I cannot remember the time when an anxiety of one kind or another was not in the air with me. It's all over us. In one form or another, my friends, fear haunts every one of us. But then along comes Christmas with a great promise that God is with us. Do you believe that this morning? That God is with you? A story is told, and this is a true story, told by Phyllis Martin, who is a school teacher in Columbus, Ohio. Tells of the day when the storm clouds and strong wind came up suddenly over the Alpine Elementary School in Columbus. The school public address system gave the warning. It was too dangerous to send the children home. They were afraid tornado is coming. So the children were taken to the basement where the children lined the world and huddled together in fear. She said the teachers were worried too. And to help ease the tension, the principal suggested a sing-along. But the voices were weak and unenthusiastic. One child after another began to cry. I mean, you can just imagine it. The children could not be consoled and they were close to panic. Then one of the teachers, whose faith seemed equal to any emergency, whispered to the child closest to her, Kathy, she said, I know you are scared. I am too. but I, I don't want you to forget something. There is a power. God, any storm, God will protect us. Just say to yourself, God is with us. Then, Pass the words on to the child next to you and tell that child to pass it on. Suddenly, that dark and cold basement became a sacred place as each child in turn whispered around the room from these powerful words 
God is with us. And everybody started to say it. God is with us. God is with us. A sense of peace and courage and confidence settled over that room. The fear was dispelled. And Phyllis Martin concludes by saying, I could hear the wind outside still blowing with such strength that it literally shook the building. But it did not seem to matter anymore. Inside, the fears subsided and tears faded away. My friends, when all was cleared, students and staff returned to their classrooms. And through the years, says Kathy, I have remembered those calming words. In times of stress and of trouble, I have been able again and again to find release from fear or from tension by repeating these calming words, God is with us. My friends, when we are frightened, we can claim that great promise. When you don't know what the darkness is bringing, you can claim that great promise. When you don't know where the discouragement is leading, you can claim you can. When you don't know when, where the disappointment will end you, you can claim that promise. And the promise for Christmas for each of us is simply this, that God is with us. This morning, my friends, let's just exercise our faith by saying those four words, God is with us. Let's say it together. God is with us. Recently, I was with some friends who are experiencing a very difficult and grievous situation. And they said, this is so hard to take. Our hearts are broken. But we are going to make it because God is with us as never before. It doesn't matter what the circumstances of life, my friends. You can always console yourself that God is with us as never before. This is the good news of the Advent season, isn't it? This is the good news of the Christian faith, Emmanuel. God is with us. When you are frightened, claim that promise. God is with us. When you are lonely, claim that promise. God is with us. When you are sitting there in the doctor's room, waiting for medical attention, claim it. God is with us. Even when you are driving and you are in a traffic jam, don't get discouraged, don't get stressed. Just know that God is with you. When we are in sorrow, we claim that promise that God is with us. 
and lots of other times in our lives. Especially when, when the storms of life are rough, you claim that promise that God is with us. We can claim that promise anytime, any place, because it is true that God is with us. Do you believe that God is with you this morning? Will you hold on to that promise that God will be with you tomorrow, no matter what the circumstances of life? My friends, it is the same God who said to Joshua, I will never leave you, I will never for, for, forsake you. It is the same God who said to Moses, I will always be with you. It is the same God who says to me and to you, I am with you even to the end of the ages. So forever, on this Christmas day and every other day, no matter what the circumstances of life that we are facing, we say to ourselves, before we say to somebody else, that God is with us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, God's people repeat the four words by saying, Amen and amen.